Good evening. This is All India Radio. I'm Manoj Singh Rana and with me is Vaibhav Jyotsna Srivastava with the evening news. The headlines. Prime Minister Narendra Modi reviews preparedness of states and central agencies to tackle cyclone Yas. calls for timely evacuation of people from high risk areas and those involved in offshore activities prime minister instructs officials to minimize time duration of outages of power and telecom networks cyclone yas likely to intensify into very severe cyclonic storm expected to cross odisha and west bengal coast on wednesday Armed forces commence preparations to mitigate impact of cyclone in Kolkata, Bhubaneswar and Port Blair. Center to examine suggestions received from various state governments regarding class 12 board exams to convey information to the students by the 1st of June. Number of covid patients discharged outnumbers new cases in country for 10th consecutive day. Over 3 lakh 55,000 people recover from the infection in past 24 hours. Country records another milestone by testing 21 lakh 23,000 samples in a single day. More than 21 crore 80 lakh COVID vaccine doses provided to states and union territories by the center so far. Supreme Court's e-committee releases manual for its free e-court services mobile app in 14 languages. And in cricket Asia Cup 2021 tournament postponed due to packed schedule. As the number of covid cases is on the rise we appeal to our listeners not to lower their guard take all precautions and all those about 45 years who have taken the first dose of covid-19 vaccine to get vaccinated with the second dose at the scheduled time. Stay safe and protected by following these three simple steps. Wear a face mask, maintain two meters of distance for social distancing, and focus on hand and face hygiene. And now the news in detail. Prime Minister Narendra Modi has directed all departments concerned to ensure timely evacuation of those involved in offshore activities in view of cyclone Yas, which is expected to cross the West Bengal and North Odisha coast on Wednesday evening. He also instructed officers to work in close coordination with states to ensure safe evacuation of people from high-risk areas. Mr. Modi took a high-level meeting today to review the preparedness of states and central ministries and agencies concerned to deal with the situation arising out of cyclone Yas. He spoke about the need to ensure that time duration of outages of public of power supply and communication network are minimum and restored swiftly. The Prime Minister also asked officials to ensure proper coordination and planning with state governments to ensure no disruptions in COVID treatment and vaccination in hospitals. Mr. Modi directed officials that advisories and instructions on do's and don'ts during the cyclone be made available in easily understandable local language to citizens of the affected districts. He spoke about the need to involve various stakeholders like coastal communities and industries by directly reaching out to them and sensitizing them the home ministry is reviewing the situation 24 by 7 and is in touch with state governments and union territories and the central agencies concerned the ndrf has prepositioned 46 teams which are equipped with boats tree cutters and telecom equipment in five states and union territories the ministry of petroleum and natural gas has taken measures to 
secure all oil installations in the sea and to bring back their shipping vessels to safe harbour. The Health Ministry has issued an advisory to states and union territories likely to be affected for preparedness in the health sector and response on COVID in affected areas. The India Meteorological Department, IMD, has said Cyclone Yas is likely to intensify into a very severe cyclonic storm and is expected to cross the Odisha and the West Bengal coasts on Wednesday evening. It could make a landfall between Digha in West Bengal and Paradweep in Odisha. The IMD said the deep depression formed in the east-central Bay of Bengal has turned into a very deep depression today. Lying centered at about 590 kilometers from east-southeast of Paradweep in Odisha, it is likely to intensify into a cyclonic storm by tomorrow morning and will further deepen into a very severe cyclonic storm during the subsequent 24 hours. The department said there was a risk of tidal surges of up to 20 feet during the cyclone. Meteorologists believe that the cyclone may cause more damage as it is much more widespread. The Meteorological Office has advised fishermen not to venture into the sea from this evening. More from our Bhubaneswar correspondent. The wind speed could be between 155 kilometers to 165 kilometers per hour, gusting up to as high as 185 kilometers per hour as per the preliminary forecast by the Indian Meteorological Department. Meanwhile, the Special Relief Commissioner of the state today reviewed the cyclone preparedness in the North Odisha districts in Baleshwar, while rescue and relief teams of NDRF and ODRAF are being deployed across the coastal districts most likely to take the cyclonic blow. The North Odisha districts are ready with the respective evaluation evacuation plans and shelter management protocol. In addition, Indian Air Force aircraft, helicopters and ships of the Eastern Naval Command are also ready to mitigate the fury of the impending cyclone with provisions to provide succor to the citizens likely to be impacted. Girish Chandradar, AIN News, Bhavaneshwar. In West Bengal, the state administration is fully geared up to deal with the cyclone. The Unified Command Agency will start work from tomorrow. On the other hand, various cyclone centers have also been set up in coastal areas. Several people have been evacuated to safer places. Today, the district collector of East Midnapur held a review meeting to deal with the cyclone. Coastal areas are being monitored by drones and 32 NDRF teams have already reached the state. The armed forces have commenced preparations to mitigate the impact of Cyclone Yas, which is expected to hit the eastern coast on Wednesday. The Indian Air Force has airlifted 950 National Disaster Response Force NDRF personnel and 70 tons of load from Jamnagar, Varanasi, Patna and Arkonam to Kolkata, Bhubaneswar and Port Blair and 15 transport aircrafts. The Defence Ministry said 16 transport aircrafts and 26 helicopters are on standby for immediate deployment. The Indian Navy has moved 10 humanitarian assistance and disaster relief HADR pallets to Bhubaneswar and Kolkata, while five HADR pallets are ready at Port Blair. Eight ships of the Eastern Naval Command and the Andaman and Nicobar Command have been embarked with HADR bricks to provide sakhwa to the people likely to be impacted. Four diving and ten flood relief columns have been pre-positioned at Kolkata, Bhubaneswar and Shilika for rendering assistance to civil administration at short notice. 
The centre will this week examine suggestions received from various state governments regarding Class 12 board exams and convey further information in this regard to the students by or before the 1st of June. Defence Minister Rajnath Singh today chaired a national consultation to discuss conduct of Class 12 exams and professional courses entrance exams. The discussions were held on two issues. The board exams to be conducted for Class 12 by the Central Board of Secondary Education and other state boards and the All India Entrance Examinations for various higher education institutions and professional courses. Various options regarding the methodology, process, duration and timings of the exams were also discussed. During the meeting, Education Minister Ramesh Pokhriyal Nishank said the entire country has come together to ensure the safety and academic welfare of the students and smooth functioning of the education system. हमारे अध्यापक गण ने फ्रंट लाइन पर आकर के जिस तरीके से पूरे वर्ष में मेरे छात्रों को ऐसा महसूस नहीं होने दिया अवसाद में नहीं जाने दिया ऑनलाइन एजुकेशन यथा संभव वहां तक पहुंचे हैं जहां तक पहुंच सकते थे और पहुंच रहे हैं जो थोड़ा बहुत कमी है उसको भी दूर कर रहे हैं शायद ये दुनिया का पहला ऐसा उदाहरण होगा जब 25-30 करोड़ छात्रों को ऑनलाइन पर और घरों को ही स्कूल में तब्दील कर दिया गया होगा अभिभावकों में आपका अभिनंदन करता हूं आपने और अध्यापकों ने मिलकर के छात्रों को इस ऐसे वक्त पर बहुत संभालने की कोशिश की है और छात्रों ने भी जो साहस दिखाया है उत्साह दिखाया है इसके लिए भी मैं उनका अभिनंदन करना चाहता हूँ मैं शुभकामना देना चाहता हूँ the education minister expressed confidence that the government will be able to arrive at an informed and collaborative decision regarding class 12 board exams and remove uncertainty among students and parents कुछ राज्यों ने कुछ समय मांगा है और सुझाव देने के लिए और उनको कहा गया है कि 25 मई तक वो अपने सुझाव दे देंगे ताकि जल्दी से जल्दी हम इस अनिश्चितता को दूर कर सकेंगे कि जब हमने आपकी सीबीएसई बोर्ड की इंटर की परीक्षाओं को स्थगित किया था तब तो हमने आपसे कहा था कि हम 1 जून तक इन परिस्थितियों का आंकलन करेंगे जो भी परिस्थितियां होंगी वो आपकी सुरक्षा और आपका भविष्य हमारे सामने दोनों चीजें हैं सुरक्षा पहले और उसके बाद आपका भविष्य इन दोनों को देख करके हम फिर एक जून को आगे का आपको अवगत कराएंगे द मिनिस्टर डिस्कस द इम्पोर्टेंस ऑफ द क्लास ट्वेल्व बोर्ड एग्जाम्स एंड द ऑल इंडिया एंट्रेंस एग्जाम्स इन शेपिंग द फ्यूचर एंड डिफाइनिंग द करियर्स ऑफ स्टूडेंट्स He said, keeping in view the present circumstances, the government decided to cancel the CBSE board examinations of class 10th and evaluate through internal assessment. But class 12th examinations are very important to decide the future of a student. During the meeting, the states and union territories were requested to submit other suggestions, if any, to the education ministry by the 25th of May. Union minister Smriti Irani and Prakash Zavrekar also attended the meeting. For the 10th consecutive day today the number of covid patients discharged has outnumbered the new cases in the country in the past 24 hours over 355000 covid patients recovered from the disease whereas in the same time span over 240000 fresh cases were recorded nationwide with this the recovery rate in the country has further improved to 88.30% The Indian Council of Medical Research has informed that in the past 24 hours another milestone in terms of daily COVID-19 testing was achieved with more than 21,23,000 samples being tested across the country. Bihar Chief Minister Nitish Kumar has said the COVID recovery rate in the state has increased during the lockdown and the test positivity rate has come down. 
The recovery rate in Bihar has also risen to about 93% while the test positivity rate has declined to 3.11%. Mr. Kumar said people of the state are cooperating in the lockdown. He appealed people to follow COVID protocols to contain the pandemic. The chief minister said decisions about extension of lockdown after the 25th of May will be taken very soon. कोरोना के बढ़ते संक्रमण को देखते हुए बिहार में 25 मई 2021 तक लॉकडाउन को विस्तारित किया गया है लॉकडाउन में बिहार वासियों का अच्छा सहयोग मिल रहा है और जनता द्वारा गाइडलाइन का पालन किया जा रहा है इसी का नतीजा है कि अब मरीजों की संख्या में कुछ दिनों में कमी आ रही है 25 मई के पूर्व लॉकडाउन के संबंध में हम लोग फिर से आपस में बैठकर आगे के लिए शीघ्र आवश्यक निर्णय लेंगे You are listening to the evening news on All India Radio. A reminder of the headlines before we move on. Prime Minister Narendra Modi reviews preparedness of states and central agencies to tackle cyclone Yas. Calls for timely evacuation of people from high-risk areas and those involved in offshore activities. Prime Minister instructs officials to minimize time duration of outages of power and telephone networks. Cyclone Yas likely to intensify into very severe cyclonic storm expected to cross Odisha and the West Bengal coasts on Wednesday. Armed forces commence preparations to mitigate impact of cyclone in Kolkata, Bhubaneswar and Port Blair. Center to examine suggestions received from various state governments regarding class 12 board exams to convey information to the students by the 1st of June. Number of covid patients discharged outnumbers new cases in the country for 10th consecutive day over 3 lakh 55000 people recovered from infection in the past 24 hours country records another milestone by testing 21 lakh 30 23000 samples in a single day more than 21 crore 80 lakh covid vaccine doses provided to states and union territories by center so far Supreme Court's e-committee releases manual for its free e-court services mobile app in 14 languages and in cricket Asia Cup 2021 tournament postponed due to packed schedule for quick news updates round the clock follow us on our twitter handle at @AIR news alerts Welcome back to the evening news. The cumulative number of COVID-19 vaccine doses administered in the country has crossed the 19 crore 50 lakh mark. The Union Health Ministry informed that around 1 crore beneficiaries in the age group of 18 to 44 years have so far been given the first dose of the vaccine. The ministry added that in the past 24 hours the nation administered over 16 lakh doses of COVID-19 vaccine to beneficiaries. The Union Health Ministry today said that the center has so far provided more than 21 crore 80 lakh covid vaccine doses to states and union territories. The health ministry in a statement said of the total doses provided to the states, the total consumption including wastages is over 19 crore 90 lakh doses. The ministry said more than 1 crore 90 lakh covid vaccine doses are still available with states and union territories to be administered. 
It added that 40,650 vaccine doses are in the pipeline and will be received by states and union territories within the next three days. The centre has allocated additional 22,17,000 vials of remdesivir to all states and union territories for the period of 23rd to 30th of May. Chemicals and Fertilisers Minister D.V. Sadanan Gowda has said that earlier more than 76 lakh vials of the drug were made to all states till the 23rd of May. He said a total of around 99 lakh vials of remdesivir have been allocated across the country so far. The Union Health Ministry has said that the foreign COVID relief materials received by the country has, are being expeditiously delivered to states and union territories to supplement their efforts towards COVID-19 management. The ministry in a statement said so far 16,630 oxygen concentrators, 15,961 oxygen cylinders, 19 oxygen generation plants, 11,516 ventilators and bypaps, and 6.9 lakh remdesivir vials were delivered to the states. The Indian Railways has so far delivered more than 15,284 metric tons of liquid medical oxygen LMO and more than 936 tankers to various states across the country. The Ministry of Railways in a statement said that 234 oxygen expresses have completed their journey so far and brought relief to various states. The National Commission for Protection of Child Rights, NCPCR, has sought data from every state and union territory on 20 devices and health services, including ICU, related to treatment of children. This has been done in view of possibility of children being affected extensively in the third wave of COVID-19. There is a palpable change in the Bandipora District Hospital in Jammu and Kashmir with an improvement in the healthcare facilities because of dedication and the hard work of medical and paramedical staff. Talking to All India Radio News, Senior Surgeon Dr. Ishfaq Ahmad said, Since the day the district hospital was dedicated as COVID hospital, a dozen pregnant women delivered healthy babies after a rare surgeries despite the expecting mother suffering from comorbidities successfully conducted surgeries of 12 expecting mothers and delivered healthy babies. Out of 12 surgeries, 8 were carried out through cesarean section and 4 delivered through normal deliveries. All the mothers and their babies are fine and are being taken care of. Some of them have been even discharged. The personal protective equipment, PPE, which doctors and other medical staff wear, undoubtedly provide a shield of protection from COVID-19. But the PPE also has certain disadvantages like excessive sweating, dehydration and fatigue. An engineering student of a Mumbai-based college has come to the rescue of the frontline staff by inventing a cool PPE kit. A Mumbai correspondent has more details. Nihal Singh Adarsh, an engineering student of KJ Somaya College, has invented a ventilation system for PPE kit. According to Nihal, the Cortec ventilation system takes the surrounding air, filters it and pushes it into the PPE kit. Talking to AIR, he said that there was an open design challenge for COVID-related solutions organized by a technological business incubator, Research Innovation Incubation Design Laboratory, which was the first trigger point of coming up with this invention. Apart from this, he also used to hear from his doctor Mad on the difficulty she and other doctors faced while wearing a PPE kit throughout the day. With guidance from Dr. Ullas Kharul of National Chemical Laboratory Pune, Nihal was able to develop the first model in 20 days. Kunal Shinde, AIR News, Mumbai. 
Communication is the strongest tool to bring a change in the society. This was proven by the Kangra District Administration. Kangra, one of the biggest districts of Himachal Pradesh, is facing high COVID caseload. Talking to All India Radio News, Deputy Commissioner of Kangla District Rajesh Kumar Prajapati said, the administration of Kangla District came up with an innovative way to disseminate the COVID-appropriate behaviour to the public. We have a report. Deputy Commissioner of Kangra District Rakesh Kumar Prajapati said, plays are being enacted to convey the message to the public. He added that the jingles have also been made in the local languages to communicate the message to the people. According to the DC, the response of the public has been welcoming. Last week we had a video conference with the Honorable Prime Minister and he said why not you know come up with some innovative methods of reaching out to people in their own language. And uh, since last four or five days we have involved our uh, Department of Public Relations and we are trying our level best to reach out to people in their own you know mother tongue and local dialect. Mr. Prajapati informed that the medical facilities have been ramped up in the district to fight the virus effectively. Second day we had almost 150 beds. Now the beds have been raised to 50. 1500 and all of them are oxygen oxygen beds and we have around 100 odd ICU beds. In the first wave of the COVID-19 too, the Kangra administration was lauded for the COVID management. Diksha Saxena, AIR News, Delhi. Health Minister Dr. Harshvardhan has said, Yoga Guru Ramdev's recent statements on allopathy have hurt the sentiments of the nation, including the Corona warriors. Ramdev had blamed allopathy for COVID deaths in a recent statement. In a letter, the health minister urged Ramdev to withdraw his objectionable remarks. He added that allopathy and doctors and the medical staff have played a key role in saving COVID-affected people. Dr. Harshvardhan said the fight against the pandemic can be won only if everyone stands together. All India Radio News has been at the forefront on raising awareness on COVID-19 among the citizens since the first coronavirus case was reported in India. In keeping with its role as the public service broadcaster, the News Services Division of All India Radio started a special public outreach program, Corona Jagrupta Series, in March last year. Today the program completes its 400th episode. Professor Metzen and Lady Harding Medical College, Dr. Madhur Yadav, will be participating in the 400th special episode tonight. This can be heard on FM Gold Channel and additional frequencies from 9.30pm onwards. The Supreme Court's e-committee has released a manual for its free e-court services mobile application in 14 languages. The app is available in English, Hindi, Assamese, Bengali, Gujarati, Kannada, Khasi, Malayalam, Marathi, Nepali, Oriya, Punjabi, Tamil and Telugu. The mobile app and its manuals in English and other regional languages can be downloaded free of cost from the official website of the e-committee, the Supreme Court of India. The manuals explain all features of app with screenshots for easy understanding of the common man. By using the app, one can get various citizen-centric services. People can get complete case history from the filing until disposal, including date-wise case diary. The government has strongly condemned the false reporting in certain media by some vested interests claiming that the government of India has purportedly asked state-owned banks to withdraw funds from foreign currency accounts abroad in anticipation of the potential seizure of such accounts with regard to the Kane legal dispute. The Finance Ministry said the proceeding is pending. It said the government is committed to pursuing all legal avenues to defend its case in this legal dispute worldwide. 
The Press Information Bureau, PIB, of the Information and Broadcasting Ministry has cautioned people to not fall for fraudulent websites. In a tweet, the PIB said a website, pibfactcheck.in, is falsely claiming to be the official website of PIB FactCheck. It asks people to follow the Twitter handle, PIB FactCheck, to stay updated with facts related to the government. Prime Minister Narendra Modi has expressed grief over the demise of former Atomic Energy Commission Chairman Dr. Sri Kumar Banerjee. In a tweet, Mr. Modi said, Dr. Banerjee will be remembered for his pioneering contributions to Indian science, especially in the areas of atomic energy and metallurgy. The Prime Minister said he was also an outstanding mentor and an institution builder. Prime Minister Narendra Modi will share his thoughts with the people in the country and abroad in the Man Ki Baat program on All India Radio on 30th of this month. It will be the 77th episode of the monthly radio program. People can share their views on the Namo app or MyGov open forum. Ladakh, which is known for its unique art, culture and exotic landscapes, is also known as Little Tibet for its connections with Buddhism. It is believed that Buddhism was introduced in Ladakh region during Samrat Ashoka's times. A historic Ashoka stupa is treated as sacred and protected in Tiri village, 100 km away from Leh. A Leh correspondent has filed this report. With its natural beauty and Buddhist monasteries, Ladakh attracts national and international tourists every year. Especially vibrant and colorful monastic festivals reflect the centuries of Buddhism existence in the region. Though there is no documented evidence of introduction of Buddhism in the region, there is a stupa in Tiri village in Changtang region of Leh district erected by Ashoka. This is treated as one of the oldest evidences in the region for Buddhism. The stupa is kept sacred and protected in a small temple in Tiri village. This stupa is a pilgrimage spot for believers and researchers who are interested in the history. With Diskit Dolma in Tiri, Changtang, this is Ramesh Chandra for Alinda Radio News, Leh. On the occasion of World Turtle Day today, Environment Ministry has said that turtles play a vital role in maintaining a healthy and balanced ecosystem. The ministry said World Turtle Day is the day to remind about our responsibilities to protect the turtles. It added that it is the day to draw attention to the measures that should be taken for helping turtles survive without any human interference. In the Democratic Republic of Congo, a smoking trail of lava from a volcanic eruption appeared to have stopped a few hundred meters short of the city of Goma today. According to media reports, at least five people lost their lives in related incidents. Late yesterday, Mount Nyarangongo erupted, turning the sky red and bringing a strong smell of sulfur to the streets of the city, which is home to nearly two million people, as power outages were reported in multiple locations. The volcano last erupted in 2002, with some 250 people losing their lives and lava destroying approximately one-fifth of the city, including airport runways. The Asian Cricket Council today decided to postpone the 2021 edition of the Asia Cup as no practical window is available to hold the tournament this year amid corona pandemic. The executive board said on account of a packed future tour program, the cricket body has concluded that there is no practical window in the year when all the teams would be available to participate. The board said, therefore, it will be only feasible for this edition of the tournament to be held in 2023 as there is already an Asia Cup in 2022. 
Now let us take a look at the weather forecast for tomorrow. The national capital Delhi is likely to have strong surface winds during daytime. The temperature will hover between 21 and 38 degrees Celsius. Mumbai will have generally partly cloudy sky. The minimum temperature will be 27 degrees while the maximum is expected to be around 34 degrees. Chennai is expected to have partly cloudy sky. The temperature will vary between 27 and 35 degrees. Kolkata will have partly cloudy sky with one or two spells of rain or thunder showers. The city will observe a minimum temperature of 27 degrees and a maximum of around 35 degrees. Srinagar will have thunderstorm with rain. Temperature will hover between 12 and 22 degrees Celsius. Jammu will have mainly clear skies becoming partly cloudy towards afternoon or evening. The minimum temperature will be 12 degrees Celsius while the maximum will be around 38 degrees. Leh is expected to have partly cloudy skies, while the minimum and maximum temperature will be between 4 and 18 degrees Celsius. Gilgit will have generally cloudy sky. The temperature will hover between 11 and 28. Muzaffarabad is likely to have mainly clear sky, becoming partly cloudy towards afternoon or evening. And now, before we end the bulletin, the headlines once again. Prime Minister Narendra Modi reveals preparedness of states and central agencies to tackle Cyclone Yas, calls for timely evacuation of people from high-risk areas and those involved in offshore activities. Prime Minister instructs officials to minimize time duration of outages of power and telephone networks. Cyclone Yas likely to intensify into a very severe cyclonic storm expected to cross Odisha and West Bengal coast on Wednesday. Armed forces commence preparations to mitigate impact of cyclone in Kolkata, Bhuvaneshwar and Port Blair. Centre to examine suggestions received from various state governments regarding Class 12 board exams to convey information to the students by the 1st of June. Number of Covid patients discharged outnumbers new cases in country for the 10th consecutive day. Over 3,55,000 people recover from infection in past 24 hours. Country records another milestone by testing 21,23,000 samples in a single day. More than 21 crore, 80 lakh people, COVID vaccine doses provided to states and union territories by the centre so far. Supreme Court's e-committee releases manual for its free e-court services mobile app in 14 languages. And in Cricket Asia Cup 2021 tournament postponed due to packed schedule. And with that, we end the evening news. Good night.